going to start in Genesis chapter number 42, talking about Joseph, uh, the stranger, if you will. Um, <clears throat> we have finished up Genesis chapter 41 last week. Genesis 41 ends as uh, the seven-year famine has started, and uh, they're searching for food, and they've ran out of food in a lot of different places. And I'll read you that text in Genesis chapter 41 um, and verse 57, I believe it is. And we'll start there and then we'll jump right into Genesis chapter 42. Now, uh, we're going to make our way through a pretty good bit, a lengthy of scripture. So we're going to um, make our way through the story. Those of you that don't know the story, I'll kind of tell it a little bit without having to read all um all 38 verses of chapter 42. And we're going to be in this the, this text for at least this week and next week. But uh, let's look at the stranger. What do you mean the stranger? And we'll talk about that. Genesis chapter 41 and verse 57. The Bible says, and, the, and all the countries came into, Egypt, came into Egypt for Joseph to buy corn because that the famine was sore in all lands. So here we are. The famine is going. It's affected every country in the world, and so they're coming to Egypt to buy corn. Thankfully, Joseph has done his job, due diligence, preparing all the corn to bring it in. So here we are. Now, who else comes? Who do you think comes next? Who do you think is going to come get corn? His brothers. Mm -hmm. That's what takes place in Genesis chapter 42 and verse number 1. Now, when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, why do you look upon one upon another? And he said, Behold, I have heard that there is corn in Egypt. Get you down thither and buy for us from thence that we may live and not die. He said, We're going to die if we don't get some corn. And Joseph's ten brethren went down to buy corn in Egypt. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, Jacob, uh, Jacob sent not him with his brethren, for he said, lest peradventure mischief befall him. I wonder why he was afraid that mischief might would befall because of what had taken place earlier. He said, I don't know. Benjamin, you stay home. Your older brothers can go get that. You stay home just in case something takes place. And uh, Jacob, God gave Jacob a little bit of insight uh, because of what took place with Joseph. Uh, let's see here. Verse number five, and the sons of Israel came to buy corn among those that came for the famine was in the land of Canaan. Okay, so we understand that the land of Canaan was experienced a famine as well. And Joseph was the governor over the land and he it was that sold to all the people of the land and Joseph's brothers came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. Stop for just a moment. Let's back up a couple chapters you remember when Joseph began to have those dreams and, and God gave him a dream when he was just uh, 16 or 17? Here he is. Uh, he's had a dream that his that these corn stalks are bowing down and, and uh, all his brothers get upset at him because, hey, you're, you're wrong, you're wrong. You're, you're saying that you're the, most, you're the leader, you're powerful, and all of us are going to bow down to him. This is prophecy being fulfilled. Here they are. They're standing right in front of Joseph, and they don't know him, and they bow down to Joseph. Now, uh, in verse number seven, and Joseph saw his brothers, and he knew them. It's interesting enough, Brother Blanky, that, that Joseph 
noticed them. He knew who they were, and he understood that those were his brothers. Now, watch what takes place in verse number 7. But made himself strange unto them, and spake roughly unto them, and said, Whence come ye? And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. Now, to be honest with you, as I was studying this out, I don't know that I ever completely understood uh, why. Why does Joseph do what he does over this? Why does he, why does he take these steps um, towards his brothers? In my mind, I don't know that I thought it was revenge or some type of payment for what they had done to him. But I, I think after studying this out, I think I know why. And I'll share that with you tonight. Well, we look at the patience of Joseph because he saw his brothers. Now, it had been, I don't know, 20 years or so that he had seen them. Could you, could you imagine in, in of yourself, you hadn't seen your brother in 20 years. What are you going to do? Brother, come on, man, give me a hug. Let's renew this. I mean, I, I know that they had done him wrong. I know that they had sold him. I know that they had kicked him in a pit and sold him to Potiphar. And all these things, all these events took place. But still, they were his brothers in whom he hasn't seen in such a long time. But that's not what he does. He, he has patience to reveal who he was later on. But watch this in verse number 8. And Joseph knew his brothers, but they knew him not. They didn't recognize him. I tell you, I believe, now this is just simply my opinion, but I believe one of the reasons they didn't uh, know who he was because he was dressed like an Egyptian. He looked like an Egyptian. He had the clothes of an Egyptian. Maybe his hair was done like the Egyptian. His face and all the things that took place for him to be in that role in that position was that he was an Egyptian and they weren't looking for Joseph. You know, I, maybe they would have, if they were looking for Joseph, maybe they would have recognized that it was Joseph, but there's no way in their mind that Joseph could ever be in that position in their mind. There's no way because they threw him in a pit, they sold him as a slave. He would never be in that type of position. So they didn't recognize him. They didn't see him in that type of position. Verse number nine, and Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them and said unto them, ye are spies to see the nakedness ye are come. And they said unto him, nay, my Lord, but to buy food and are thy servants come. We are all one man's sons. We are men. Thy servants are no spies. And he said unto them, nay, but to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. And they said, Thy spies are twelve brethren, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is, is this day with our father, and one is not. And Joseph said, and Joseph said unto them, That is it that I spake unto you, saying, Ye are spies. Hereby you shall be proved by the life of Pharaoh, you shall not you shall not go forth hence except your youngest brother come hither. He said, I need proof that you're not a spy. He said, you guys are spies. He, you guys are spies. What are you guys doing in my land? This is my country. You guys are spies out here, spying in our land, seeing what you can take, seeing what you can overcome. Now, uh, as you look at this, uh, he, says, he says, you have got to uh, prove, prove to me that you are who you say you are. By, how am I going to prove this? How am I going to prove it? How am I going to prove that, that, that I am who I am? That I, that I say that, I, that, that you are? You're, that you're, the, you're my brothers? Go get your younger brother. 
Verse number 16. Send one of you and let him fetch your brother and he shall keep and shall be kept in prison that your words may be proved uh, whether there be any truth in you or else by the life of Pharaoh surely ye are spies. Watch. And he put them all together into ward three days. What took place? He took his brothers and he threw them into jail for three days. Now, a lot of people think, well, Joseph, he's, be, he's being vindictive. He is trying to, uh, he's trying to get back at them for what they did to him. But I simply believe that he was trying to see if they were still bad men. Because now, as you look at this, the, the timing, what would take place if you were the brother of Pharaoh's second in charge? Tell me what would take place. You would, have, you would have all the corn you could ever want. You could have the nicest houses you could ever want. You could live on the best piece of land, on the best piece of property. You could have all the cattle. You could have all the wealth. You could have all you wanted being the brother of Joseph. I believe that according to this, that he had to see if they were still bad men. He had to see if they were still bad men. He could not bless, number one, uh, under this patience of Joseph, uh, he couldn't bless bad men. He couldn't bless them. He could not do, uh, give, uh, bless those guys if they were gonna be wicked back to him. Because what did they do to him? They threw him in a pit. Even when you put bad men in the rule, watch what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 28 and verse number 28. When the wicked rise, men hide themselves. When the wicked rise, men hide themselves. I believe this with all that's going on. Do you know who's watching all this take place? The wicked men. The day will come when they will be in charge and they will have a chance to this. And when the wicked men rise, the righteous or the men hide themselves. And so Joseph needed to make sure that these guys were not bad. These guys were, were good enough to bless. Why should I bless you? with being my brother and, and giving you all that and, and all that would come with it based on if you was good or not. He had to make sure that they were bad. He couldn't bless bad men because the number two, the last time he knew they were bad. They were bad. They were, they threw their own brother into a pit to sell him as a slave. What kind of sense does that make that you would sell your own brother. Now we've talked about that before as we've went through this lesson, but he had to make sure those were not the same brothers. He had to make sure that they had changed, that they were not the same person. So what does he do to them? The same thing that they did to him. What did they do to him? First of all, they called him a spy. You say, what do you mean they called him a spy? Remember when he came when his daddy sent him to go check on them, they looked at him and said, Shh, there's, here, you're spying on us, man. So they, they, Joseph is doing back to them what they did to him to see what their reaction would be, to see if they were worthy of a blessing from Joseph, to see if they were worthy of a blessing from the Lord. And so he says, hey, they're a spy. You're a spy. The second thing he does, he throws them into prison. What did uh, his brothers do to Joseph? Threw him into prison. You say, what do you mean? They threw him into a pit. 
he was he didn't know if he was going to live or die, but that's what they did to him. So Joseph does that to them to see all of this. Do you reap what you sow? I know people like to use the word karma, but karma is not the right word. It's you reap what you sow. If you, if you do good, you do right, you do right, you do right, you're going to reap what you sow. If you put tomatoes in the ground, guess what you're going to get? Cucumbers, right? That's not it. That's not it. When I plant, when I plant something in the ground, that's what I anticipate coming up out of the ground. If you plant sin and sin and wrong and wrong and wrong, that's what's going to come up. Hey, and and so he needed to make sure that these guys had changed, that they could have changed, and they did change. Uh, and he needed to see if they had changed. Now, uh, now he goes for three days. And verse number 18, and Joseph said unto them, the third day, this do and live, for I fear God. If ye be true men, watch, if ye be true men, verse number 11, I think is the verse that they, those men said, hey, we, we're true men, we're true men. Uh, if, we, if ye be true men, then let one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison. Go ye, carry corn for the famine of your houses, and bring your youngest brother unto me, so shall your words be verified, and ye shall not die, and they did so. So somebody had to stay behind in prison as the other older brothers went and got, went to go get Benjamin. And they said one to another, we are very, we are verily guilty concerning our brother, in that we saw the anguish of his soul, and when he besought us, we could not hear, therefore is this distress come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Spake I unto you, saying, Do not this sin against the child, and ye would not hear. Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. Now, this is a conversation, verse number 21, verse number 22 is a conversation that's going on between the brothers in Hebrew. And they don't, under, they don't know that Joseph can hear them and Joseph can understand them. And they knew not that Joseph, verse 23, they knew not that Joseph understood them for they... For he spake unto them with an interpreter. So watch, they're arguing. They're arguing in prison because of what took place. And they're saying, hey, you. He said, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't even be in this situation because you are the one who sold Joseph. And you're the one who wanted his blood. And we told you not to do that. And so all of these things are taking place. And Joseph, is, is he hears it. He hears them talking. He hears them saying back and forth to each other about this wicked thing that they did to him. And watch what he does. In verse number 24. And he turned himself about from them and wept. And returned to them again and communed with them and took from them Simeon and bound him before their eyes. Again, the patience of Joseph not to just go ahead and break down and say, okay, I got to tell you. He was patiently waiting on God to give him that opportunity to reveal himself to his brothers, but needed to see who they were. But I think that he got to see a little bit of who they were was in this conversation where they are talking back and forth and they said, well, no, we can't do this. And Reuben said, it was your, it's your fault. And, and uh, so he says, I'm keeping Simeon. He's staying here with me. And y'all go back and get your brother. Now, um, it's very important that you control your emotions. You say, what do you mean? Joseph was controlling his emotion. 
I mean, he he could have he could have done anything he wanted to, and he he didn't. He was controlling. He was patiently waiting. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter number sixteen. I'm going to read you a text, uh, verse uh, Roman uh, Proverbs chapter sixteen, and verse number thirty-two. The Bible says, "He that is slow to anger is better than than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh the city." The Bible says, "If you rule your spirit, you're better." than any man who takes the city. A better than a conqueror, better than a strong man, better than a, a, a man who, a warrior. So the Bible says, if you rule your spirit, rule your spirit. What was he ruling? His spirit. He was controlling his patience, controlling his emotions, controlling, because he could have let them loose. He could have, man, okay, I've got to turn myself. I've got to, I've got to tell these guys, I've got to tell my brothers, but it was best that he didn't. So Simeon stays behind in jail, and the older brothers, they go get Benjamin. But it's really a battle for them to go get Benjamin because uh, they don't want to take Benjamin because of what took place with Joseph. They're scared to take him. They're scared to take him, um, if you will. But then they go home, they get Joseph, and they come back. I mean, Benjamin, and then they come back. Chapter Jump to chapter 43. Yeah, we're jumping a little bit, but... Chapter 43 and verse number 30. Uh, Benjamin is back. Benjamin is with, um, he's come back before Joseph. Read verse 29. And he lifted up his eyes, Joseph, and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother of whom ye spake unto me? And he said, God be gracious unto thee, my son. Watch what happens. And Joseph made haste, for his bowels did yearn upon his brother, and he sought where to weep, and he entered into his chamber and wept there. Joseph wept, verse 30, 31, and he washed his face and went out and refrained himself and said, set, and said, set on bread. But all this is taking place, he controlled his emotion before his brothers. Um, there's two things, and, and I'll be done. Uh, one is we look at the patience of him. But then two, also, um, he had all the power in the world. And what did he do to him? What could he have done to him? He could have squashed him. He could have threw him in jail and thrown away the key and never seen him again. Well, that's not what he did. He had mercy on them. He loved them. He cared for them because it broke his heart to do what he did. And you say, how do you know that he broke his heart? Because you look in chapter 42 and he cried. Chapter 43 and he wept. Wept is different than crying. Weeping. Weeping. Because his brothers were there before him. And his, but the Bible says, and his bowels did yearn within him. Mm. Sometimes it takes us controlling our emotion when we think that we ought to let our emotion just fly. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes it's easier, um, to be honest with you, sometimes it's just let the emotion go, but... But as far as emotion, when I say that, I, he, he had patience. He was waiting for God 
to reveal to him the time, to reveal to his brothers uh, when, hey, I'm your brother. All right, any thoughts or any questions? Any thoughts back there? No? Okay. Well, preacher, you know what I see here is a, it's just a, a foretaste of what God, you know, Jesus did for us. Yes. You know, he wanted to, Joseph, I think that Joseph wanted to see if they had a change of heart. I, I agree. Yeah, and whenever, before you save, you were just like his brothers, <clears throat> like they did to Joseph and everything. They only thought about themselves. Yeah. But once you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, then you have a change of heart. And what Jesus do, he wept often. Oh, yeah. But look what he did. That's right. Look what he did for me. That's right. He hung on that cross. That's right. For my sin. That's right. That's right. And you see in this text, I mean, Joseph is is being very patient. I mean, he's he is revealing to us the mercy and the grace yeah. of God. Um, and, and we'll cover it later on, but Joseph is a picture of Jesus. Now, he is not Jesus. He wasn't Jesus, but he's a picture of Christ. And he lives his life revealing things that Christ did. I mean, there's so many similarities between Christ and Joseph, but this picture right here is that of his grace and mercy, he wept for his brothers. He cried for his brothers. He, he, uh, he loved his brothers. What, who's, who is that to us? That's Jesus. What did he do? He wept for us. He cried for us. He, he loved us. He gave his life for us. He, I mean, just over and over again, uh, he, he sets an example for us, for me, to not, hey, blow up, uh, not to let our emotion get the best of us. He allowed and controlled it. He controlled his spirit. He had patience to wait on God. And it was the right timing. Because, again, he needed to check to see who his brothers were. Because to be honest, if they were still wicked men, they didn't need to be put in any kind of power. Because they would destroy the work of Joseph if they were still wicked. If they still were wicked. And you know, we'll learn, we'll go a little bit further in the story. Again, we, we cover just about the whole chapter 42. But next week we'll jump right into 43 and cover the brothers coming back and all that. And Joseph examines his brothers. We'll look at a little bit closer there on that. But it is so important as a Christian that we control uh, our spirit, our control our spirit, uh, because the Bible says if we control our spirit, we're better than someone who's conquered a city. So take time um, tonight. We're uh, we're going to close with that, unless or Blackie has another thought or question uh, about this lesson, but. Well, look at yourself. Look at where you're at. Who controls your emotions? I'll tell you who controlled Joseph's. God did. He allowed God to control his emotions rather than himself or rather than... Um, and may I say this, uh, what's going on today is people are allowing their emotions to control them. I mean, 
in, 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 in that aspect, but also some of the things that take place just in general life. We wanna use a pill to control emotion when we need to control the emotion rather than using a pill or medication or that nature when we ought to allow God to help us overcome uh, the It is destructive. Not only to yourself, but to others. Amen. Amen. That's right. It is. It is. Your emotions, if someone who, if someone's who's, and someone's whose emotions are a wreck, someone's whose emotions who are out of control is someone who is, is a wreck. Um, they cause a lot of damage behind them. Um, well, I want you to think, you see the opposite end of the spectrum. These brothers let their emotion control them. And what they do? As they saw their brother, they threw him in a pit. When Joseph controlled his emotions, he didn't kill him. <laughs> I think I might have wanted to. <laughs> or at least slap him around a couple of good times. So, amen. Well... Yeah, ready to go home? Oh, you guys are already at home, aren't you? <laughs> hey, uh, Sunday, 10 o'clock, Sunday school. Looking forward to being back inside, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to be with you guys, and uh, look forward to our service as well. And let's pray again for God's protection as we go about and for this storm that's uh, in the Gulf. So let's pray. Let's all pray together and we'll close the service. God, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for uh, those that joined us online. I pray for those that were listening. I pray that your hand of protection be about those. Pray for those that are here. Pray for a hand of protection about us as we go about our way tonight. Lord, I pray for the storm that's brewing in the coast. I pray that you'd protect us. I pray that you'd protect those that are in the way of the storm. Uh, Lord, also I ask for protection as we go back to church, come back inside. I pray that you will be about Sunday services. Your Holy Spirit would, would just be with us Sunday morning uh, and Sunday school. And we love you, Lord. We thank you for all that you've done. In the strong name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And we will see you all Sunday. Amen. It's uh, low battery, so you have to push one button to get to the other.